fashionable dressing and wore their hair elaborately in fashions which somehow suggested boarding houses to boys, though he could not have told why. Every house in the block needed fresh paint. Lacking this renovation, the householders tried to make up for it by a display of lace curtains, which at every window swayed in the smoke-weighted breeze. Strips of carpeting were laid down the front steps of the houses, where the communities of young couples lived. And here, evenings, the inmates of the houses gathered, committing mild extravagancies, such as the treating of each other to ginger ale or beer or ice cream. Boyce watched these tawdry makeshifts at sociability with bitterness and loathing. He wondered how he could have been such a fool as to bring his exquisite Babette to this neighbourhood. How could he expect that she would return to him? It was not reasonable. He ought to go down on his knees with gratitude that she even condescended to write to him. Sitting one night till late, so late that the fashionable young wives with their husbands had retired from the strips of stair carpeting and raging at the loneliness which ate his heart like a cancer, he heard, softly creeping through the windows of the house adjoining his own, the sound of comfortable melody. It breathed upon his ear like a spirit of consolation, speaking of peace, of love which needs no reward save its own sweetness, of aspiration which looks forever beyond the thing of the hour to find attainment in that which is eternal. So insidiously did it whisper these things, so delicately did the simple and perfect melodies creep upon the spirit. The voice felt no resentment but from the first listens as one who listens to learn, or as one who, fainting on the hot road, hears in the ferny deeps below the gurgle of a spring. Then came harmonies more intricate, fair fabrics of woven sound, in the midst of which gleamed golden threads of joy, a tapestry of sound, multi-tinted, Gallant with story and achievement and beautiful things. Boyce, sitting on his absurd piazza with his knees jammed against the balustrade and his chair back against the dun-coloured wall of his house, seemed to be walking in the cathedral of the redwood forest with blue above him, a vast hymn in his ears, pungent perfume in his nostrils and mighty shafts of trees lifting themselves to heaven proud and erect as pure men before their judge. He stood on a mountain at sunrise and saw the marvels of the amethystine clouds below his feet, heard an eternal and white silence, such as broods among the everlasting snows, and saw an eagle winging for the sun. He was in a city, and away from him, diverging like the spokes of a wheel, ran thronging streets and to his sense came the beat, beat, beat of the city's heart. He saw the golden alchemy of a chosen race, saw greed transmitted to progress, saw that which had enslaved men work at last to their liberation, heard the roar of mighty mills, and on the streets all the peoples of the earth walking with common purpose in fealty and understanding. And then, from the swelling of this concourse of great sounds, came a diminuendo, calm as philosophy, and from that, nothingness. Boyce sat still for a long time, 
listening to the echoes which this music had awakened in his soul. He retired at length, content, but determined that upon the morrow he would watch, the day being Sunday, for the musician who had so moved and taught him. He arose early, therefore, and having prepared his own simple breakfast of fruit and coffee, took his station by the window to watch for the man for he felt convinced that the exposition he had heard was that of a masculine mind. The long, hot hours of the morning went by, but the front door of the house next to his did not open. These artists sleep late, he complained. Still, he watched. He was too much afraid of losing him to go out for dinner. By three in the afternoon, he had grown impatient. He went to the house next door and rang the bell. There was no response. He thundered another appeal. An old woman with a cloth about her head answered the door.